Hey there, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because this is going to give you the lowdown on Instagram Reels as a beauty pro. This episode is fast and furious and super educational. So if you're not driving, I highly recommend that you grab a notebook and you get ready to take some notes. This episode is one you're going to want to listen to, download, and really implement on after you're finished. We are going to talk about mistakes to avoid when creating reels for your beauty business, best practices to get results with video content as a hairstylist, and new Instagram updates that actually make reels easier and more fun. So without further ado, let's get into it. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Today's episode is one that's going to give you quick and actual tips about your social media marketing that will help you get the best results for the time that you're putting into creating video content. Now, even though video has been here for a while, I still hear from a lot of stylists who aren't exactly excited about it. Okay. (laughs) Some of the most common feelings are having to learn a new skill when there's already so much that we have to do as stylists and the feeling that marketing takes enough time as it is. Instagram feels like it's changing so fast and there's this resentment brewing about having to keep up. And honestly, the most common is it just feels a lot more difficult to create video content and more complicated than other kinds of marketing. Now, I want to give you a little light at the end of the tunnel because creating reels that help you reach your business goals doesn't actually have to be that hard. First of all, you don't have to scrap everything else and only create reels in order to utilize them. You do not have to post them every single day, and they certainly don't have to be highly produced and involve fancy transitions in order to be effective. So, While, yes, video content is here to stay, you can incorporate reels without dancing on camera or becoming a professional videographer. I promise you that, okay? Before we get into today's episode, I want to just remind you that I have created a free resource called Five Easy Instagram Reels Prompts for Hairstylists that will prove reels don't have to be difficult, give you video inspo so you don't have to endlessly scroll Instagram for ideas, and also give you quick tips that you can implement easily that will allow you to create reels that actually connect with your dream clients. So you can grab that over at jodybrown.ca slash reels prompts, or head to the show notes. I'm going to give you all of the relevant links throughout this episode in there. Now, 
In today's episode, all about Instagram reels, we're going to talk about the do's and do nots. So we're going to talk about common mistakes, best practices, and then at the end, I'm going to give you a recap of the recent updates Instagram has made concerning reels and your content in general. So let's start with some of the most common mistakes that I'm seeing with reels. The reason I share these is because reels do take a bit of time to produce. And I'm a firm believer that if you're going to do it, it's worth doing it right. Now, should you start messy and practice? Absolutely. The first time you do anything, it's not going to be perfect. And that shouldn't ever be the goal. Having said that, there are some simple tweaks and shifts that you can make that will get you better results for the time you're spending. So let's get to it. Mistake number one, uploading reels with watermarks from other apps. Instagram has been very clear in saying that videos with watermarks from other apps like TikTok will not be given the same reach. And it's not hard to understand why, right? As a business, you likely wouldn't want to give unlimited free advertising to your direct competitors either. Now, I'm not at all saying that you shouldn't repurpose your content if you're on both platforms, but it's worth taking the time to remove the watermark at the very least. So luckily, there's a really easy way to do it. All you have to do is type no watermark TikTok downloader into your Google search bar and use one of the websites that comes up to download the video, which you're now free to upload to Instagram. Although your video will download with audio, If it's a trending song, I recommend re-adding it to the reel inside of Instagram because number one, that's going to avoid any copyright issues. And number two, it's also going to give you that little bit of a boost. Mistake number two, not using any captions. I've talked about this before and it was something I definitely saw coming, um, but Instagram have also confirmed this. So Take this to the bank. It is really, really important. Captions are a huge part of getting your reels recommended and seen by people who aren't following you. They give context and help the Instagram algorithm categorize your account. And it's not just about every individual reel. It's about your account as a whole. Captions for reels do not have to be long, but giving a recap of what you're talking about, including an interesting hook and also any relevant hashtags is important as a business owner. You aren't just looking to reach anyone on the internet. You're looking for potential clients and customers for your business and adding enough context will help you show up in search results, first of all, and also in the feeds of people in your area interested in what you do. This is a really big one because what I've heard a lot of talking about in the rumor mill is nobody reads captions anymore. This isn't true. People don't read poorly written captions that are giant blocks of text, but I digress. That's We've talked about that on the podcast before, but what you really want to do is, again, make sure you're adding context and it's allowing Instagram to really help categorize your account because I've talked about before, there's a big push for SEO on Instagram. They want to connect people with the accounts that they're looking for. And a lot of people are searching for products and services in the app. That's why the shopping feature is so big. That's why there is such a push for that SEO part of Instagram. But it's going to be really difficult for them to do that if you're not including any captions or any, any context for your video content. All right. 
Mistake number three, focusing on virality over substance. It's no mistake that I talk about this every single time I make an episode about Reels or Instagram. And this time is going to be no different, okay? Viral Reels will not help you grow your local clientele as a hairstylist. Will you get a little dopamine boost? Maybe. (laughs) Will making Reels for this purpose potentially hurt you in the long run? Yeah, it could. Attracting a bunch of followers who aren't actually interested in the rest of your content or people who will never book an appointment is not going to help grow your business, my friend, okay? I especially recommend avoiding going against your brand voice and especially saying things that may offend or turn your ideal clients off for the sake of a few thousand views or a couple likes on Instagram. It sounds obvious, but it's something to keep in mind. And I think what happens is we see a lot of uh, creators who happen to also be hairstylists, right? So if someone's main job is, or, or even additional job is creating content, working with brands, all of those other things, maybe their main goal of using Instagram isn't connecting with clients, even if they are still working behind the chair. And so that's why it's important to think about your goal as a stylist. And if that goal is attracting clients, you're going to have a different strategy and a different brand voice and a different content plan than someone who is working with brands, talking to other stylists or even educators, any of those things. So just because you see other stylists doing it doesn't mean it's a good fit for your business. That's why it's so important to focus on your goals and what you are trying to do. Now, if you want to make trending reels, there's totally a way to do that that will attract clients. But just make sure that if you are hopping on a trend, it's relevant, inspiring, educational, or helps you connect with your ideal client. Make sure it's still for that person that you're trying to attract. And this actually brings us to the best practices part of the episode. So now that you know what not to do and things to avoid, let's talk about what you should focus on. So the best practices for creating reels on Instagram. Number one, create content specifically for your ideal client. This isn't exclusive to Reels by any means, but it's so important to keep in mind. Here's my theory on why our industry got so obsessed with analytics when it comes to Reels versus other types of content, because sometimes I will see people who have reached a thousand people with a Reel and they feel like it's flopped for some reason. Um, And so this is what I think has happened. It's simple. As our newest form of Instagram content, early adopters of Reels got massive reach, right? Artificially inflated reach. And stylists saw that happening in real time. (laughs) No pun intended there. (laughs) So those who started using Reels early saw massive reach. And even though it didn't necessarily add to the bottom line of the business, the excitement of seeing those big numbers fueled something, right? Fast forward to now, and most people are creating reels in some way, shape, or form. So the artificial views inflation just isn't there anymore. All this to say, you aren't doing anything wrong if your reels are not going whatever number you've decided is viral for you, okay? Stop comparing yourself. 
measure the things that matter. One of my favorite things about Reels isn't necessarily that they reach a ton of people, but they do tend to have a longer shelf life, which I love. So I'll still have people finding my page and sending me DMs or starting conversations based on a reel that I created, you know, two weeks ago, a month ago, even sometimes, which is a much longer shelf life than a lot of other types of content on Instagram. So that's something that I love to focus on. Other things that you want to measure are, is your marketing on Instagram connecting with your dream clients? Are you educating, inspiring, and connecting with the people you want to attract to your business? Are you getting referrals from Instagram? Are your clients saying, oh my God, I'm loving your content lately? Because that's what a lot of my students end up getting is their clients will be like, oh, I saw you made, um, I saw you post on Instagram about this new service that you're doing or this new product. Can I try it? So that's another really great thing about creating content. It's for new clients, but also for some of your existing clients as well. Now, if you're feeling lost and uninspired as far as the kind of reels that will do this, because sometimes it's easy to say, you know, create content for your ideal client. But if you are feeling lost on what that is, it can be really difficult. And if you are feeling that way, as far as what kinds of reels will actually connect with those dream clients, make sure you take the time to grab that free resource I created for you at jodybrown.ca slash real prompts. Or check out my mini course, Simple Salon Reels. That gives you tons of ideas, templates, and even some done-for-you Reels content, which really focuses on creating Reels that connect with and attract dream clients and get them to book an appointment. So I'll link to both those in the show notes, but do yourself a favor and check it out because honestly, once these things click, Reels will become easy and ultimately a lot more effective. So moving forward to best practice, number two, use a hook. If this sounds like a totally foreign concept, don't worry. I'm going to break it down right now. A hook or a headline is the first thing people see when they're consuming content on Instagram because attention spans are notoriously short. You have a really quick period of time to grab someone's attention and have them decide whether or not they're going to consume the content, right? It applies to the first two seconds of a reel, the first line of a caption, or the first slide of a carousel post even. The first goal you have is to hook your audience because that is what's going to make them pay attention and actually consume the piece of content. Now, this is not about clickbait, okay? Clickbait is something that misrepresents what the article or what the piece of content is actually about in order to convince someone to consume the content in a shady way. That's not what we're talking about here. All you want to do is make sure that you are giving them a preview or something along the lines. I'm going to give you examples to follow up here, but the main thing to consider is if you don't communicate it quickly, your message won't be delivered. So how do you ensure that your content grabs attention without being sleazy, without misrepresenting it? Well, I want to tell you about a few types of hooks that you can experiment with. So one of them is lists. For example, 
three ways to combat hair static in the winter. That's something that you can use for a reel. Make sure that text pops up on screen in the first two seconds. And then you can talk about those three different things. So it's not necessarily about making sure all of your content is really, really short, more just that you get the message across quickly and then go on and elaborate. Another example would be a question. So for example, is your hair falling flat by the time you get to work? And if someone sees that question, they think, oh my God, yeah, it is. Like, I, I want to hear the solution to this. Then that's going to incentivize them to get through the rest of the content, right? So it's going to incentivize them to watch that reel. Another thing you can do is tell them what to expect. So you could start your reel by saying, I'm breaking down the different types of curl products and how to decide which one is right for you. So you see how none of these are scammy. None of them are misrepresenting what you're doing. All it is, is learning to just give them almost a really quick synopsis of what they're going to learn or what they're going to get out of consuming this piece of content. So essentially you're addressing a curiosity or issue that your dream clients might be facing. Experiment and see what works best for you and just play around with different kinds of hooks. Best practice number three, and this is a big one, include text so that your reel is still relevant if people watch it on mute. Now, raise your hand if you watch videos, stories, and reels on mute at least 50% of the time. My hand is all the way up, and I would wager most of yours are too. Additionally, let's think about accessibility when it comes to content. For those reasons, I strongly recommend adding text or closed captions to all of your video content. It is really easy to do, and you can automatically caption any videos of you speaking directly inside the Instagram app. For trending audios and mostly image-based reels, the best way to judge this is to just turn the volume on your phone all the way down and just see if your reel still makes sense without the audio. So do they get the message? Um, if, if you're just showcasing some, you know, uh, a photo of your work or a video of your work or a collection of photos, then this isn't something you need to worry about as much, but just keep in mind, yes, audios are great and some people will watch with audio, but some people won't. So it's important to make sure that they still are able to consume the content if they're not using the audio. Bringing it back to best practice number two, adding text will allow you to make that hook front and center, which will also lead to more engaging content. So what I mean by that is say you were saying, you know, let's use the last hook. So if you were creating a reel where you're talking about something and you say, I'm breaking down the different types of curl products and how to decide which one is right for you, if you add the auto captions, you can just use that first little part as your cover so that when people look at your feed, they see, oh, three different types of curl products. Like I want to see that. I'm, I'm, I want to know what those are and how to pick. So that can be really helpful in the sense of getting to showcase your hook easier as well. So it's just win, win, win to add text to your reels. All right, let's recap our three mistakes and three best practices or do's and do nots when it comes to reels. Do not upload videos with watermarks. Do not skip adding a caption to your reel and do not focus on going viral. Do create your reels directly to speak to your dream clients. 
do make sure you add a hook so they know what they're in for and do make sure your video content is accessible and can still be understood without audio. Now, let's move on to talking about the updates Instagram has made since our last Reels episode. But first, if you're still feeling overwhelmed or confused by Reels or you just want to simplify the process and make it more effective, I want you to check out my program, Simple Salon Reels, at the link in the show notes. It is a super accessible mini course packed full of templates, and you can also access it directly from jodybrown.ca slash reels. So you'll get instant access to everything inside Simple Salon Reels, including video lessons and app tutorials, templates, a reels planner, as well as tons of fun and helpful bonuses so that you have everything you need to create reels for your beauty business quickly and easily. We also give you tons of prompts to make it really simple and really effective to use reels as a beauty pro. And again, you can grab it at jodybrown.ca slash reels. All right, let's talk about updates Instagram has made concerning reels. The most recent and my absolute favorite one is we can now schedule reels to auto-publish directly inside Instagram. Now, as you know, I'm a huge fan of Later.com to batch, schedule, and publish content, and they added the ability to auto-publish reels not too long ago. So as a user of this platform, maybe you're wondering why I'm so excited about the direct from Instagram option. And there's two main reasons. One, For people who aren't necessarily batching and scheduling out that far ahead, it cuts out a step. So you don't have to edit it in Instagram, then download, then put it in later, etc. I will still use later to schedule reels because not all of my reels use audio from Instagram. And I love to include some that are just me talking. But one of the biggest issues that I always heard about was number two. And that is the fact that you can't use in-app music when you're scheduling from a third-party app. So if you're someone who likes to create a lot of trending or lip sync or any of those types of reels, it added a kind of tricky step. So now it can be really seamless. You can batch a week or month's worth of reels, which could be one or two a week or more, depending on your bandwidth and strategy. And you can just schedule them out so that they're being posted when you want and you don't even have to open the app for it. It's very, very exciting. Another update is you can now add a cover photo after the fact. So if you change your branding, or you accidentally have the wrong part of the reel as the cover uploaded, or you're just not happy with the way that it looks, you can switch it out after it's already published, which is a really great option. The last update that I wanted to mention is the dual feature. So this is brand new to Reels. This allows you to film with the front and back cameras simultaneously. A great application of this would be showing off a product or a client's hair while you are talking about it. This feature could have some fun applications. So while it's not a must use, it's a great option. And I think it's cool to see Instagram adding some of these new features to make Reels more engaging, more interesting, and more fun to create. So thank you so much for joining me on the Hairstylist Rising podcast today. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the resources I mentioned during today's episode. Again, you can access those five free prompts at jodybrown.ca slash reels prompts. And you can check out Simple Swan Reels at jodybrown.ca slash reels. See you next time on the Hairstylist Rising podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.